bear down for midterms. What? Bear down for midterms. You can't just repeat it. You need to explain yourself. It's midterm time. Mm -hmm. People have to bear down, study hard, get to work. It's bear down for midterms. Is there a dot I'm not connecting? Uh-uh. Uh, it's a play on words. Bear down is an expression. I know the expression, Shane. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And these are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Community Season 5, Episode 6, Analysis of Cork-Based Networking. Before we start sticking stuff on bulletin boards, it's time to outsource Mike's bits. And I would suggest you not uh, put that on the bulletin. I don't know. No one wants that. No, including me. No, no Mike's bits on the bulletin? No, I think okay. it's probably best we keep that in an audio form. Um, mostly so that I don't have to deal with any painful parts of my bits. Uh, mm-hmm, let's get mm-hmm. that good, good shuffle of the pod decks. Would you rather deck? I don't believe I've mentioned what we do here in a bit. Um, we go through them and then I ask you a question that you hate, Ben. And here yep, we go. That's, that's about the way of it. That shuffle? It's here. All right. Didn't get the bridge on that one. That's fine. That that sound of the shuffle is the sound of audio poison, about five minutes of audio poison about to happen. <laughs> I was like, hit, dang, hit I, me thought with the it. Shuff- I thought shuffle no, sounded the shuffle, pretty the good. No, the shuffle is great, but it is a harbinger of things to come. Uh, mm, this one's a this one's a challenging one for an interest for it. It's not it's not challenging in the way that you generally expect these to be challenging. It's just, huh? Now, who comes up with these ideas anyway? Would you, Ben? Ben, my co-host, Ben. Yes. Would you rather wear a onesie twenty-four-seven for a year, or horsehead costume for a month straight? Would you horsehead costume? Oh wow, that was I didn't even get the repeat of the question. Horsehead costume because I can I can cosplay as BoJack Horseman for a month. Oh yeah, for a month. I will. I it's it's a great excuse to just go around being a drunk asshole for a month and be like Bojack. Okay. You know, horsemen, obviously. <laughs> no, what other? <laughs> yeah, of course, all the other Bo- Bojack Johnson. Um, um. So, but no, like you get to you get you could just be Bojack. First of all, you're comparing thirty days. Yes. To three hundred and sixty-five days. Right. Um, a a onesie, th- three hundred sixty-five days. It, that's a lot of onesie. Yeah, I, I I see what you're saying. You can do you can do basically anything for a month. I mean, like before you know it, you know. I mean, I spend eight hours of every day at work. So like, all right, that, that's eight hours a day. Where like, fine, my coworkers have to see me with like a horse head. Okay, fine. Eight hours of the day I'm sleeping. That month's going to be over before you know it. Yeah, like the people at the grocery store are going to be like, oh, why is that guy wearing a horse head costume? And I'm going to be like, Bojack, and then uh, just like eat a whole box of muffins. 
and then it'll be fine. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. okay. So the 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 challenge with that one is whatever you have to do to you know imbibe things, right? Like drink or eat, right? Uh-huh. I, I'll I'll get a straw. Mm-hmm. It's fine. So you just be drinking. You be on a liquid diet. Yeah, I'd be the Bojack diet, straight up vodka. Wow, you're adding levels to this that make me want to do that even less. <laughs> So I, I mean I, I guess I guess we needed to define the word onesie because mm-hmm. I have seen uh sweatsuits, connected sweatsuits. Now if we're talking a onesie like you do as a baby, that's a bit rough. Uh yeah, that I mean that's what I picture when I like if you do a Google image search for onesie. Right. I think basically Anything on that first page of image search counts as a onesie. Okay, so I'm on DuckDuckGo and I'm seeing a whole lot of adults wearing like bear costumes, basically. Bear down for midterms. Bear down for um, midterms. Oh, there is a sexy onesie devil. So this this suggests to me a whole lot of comfort. Like it's not the baby onesie that I'm seeing at least. I don't know about I I'm on DuckDuckGo. So let you know what? Let me let me get on your your level and uh search Google. Onesie and images. Okay, no, this is s- somewhat similar. Mm-hmm. Um uh, also, there's one where it also includes a beanbag for the sitting part, which is very funny to me. Uh, uh-huh. But no, I, I honestly think a onesie, like kind of like a big sweater, which, you know, uh, for someone who's about to start a work from home job, uh, you know, a big old sweater is what I'm going to be in anyway, most of the time when it's cold. Mm-hmm. Um the horse head costume seems like it'll get in the way of eating and drinking, except for unless you do the 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 Bojack diet of just vodka, which I am not interested in. I like to have uh, uh, solid food uh, myself. I don't and know, non-alcoholic man. I would, solid food to be to add as well. I would just I would just get sick of that onesie after a year, dude. Like a year of a straight year of anything is a lot. I mean, I've. I've worn I I not I, you, that's fair. It, I have worn basketball shorts for decades now, but not the same one over and over again for an entire year. That is true. If you do not get an ability to wash it, that is uh challenging. Also, like just going to throw this out here, like all right. if if it's a if it's if you got to wear that onesie all the time, how are you going to bone? Because like you're wearing a onesie Oh, you can bone in a horse head costume. Yeah, but I don't think now. That, now, now, granted, there's my a lot wife of challenging things here. Is not going to be into that, so I will have to figure out how to get around that. I but, am going to say there is a pretty deep. Uh, on most of these, there's a pretty deep zipper that you can get pretty far down. Um, and you know, wearing a onesie is is the eye of the beholder, is it not? Uh, because I could still like, you know, I could be wearing it on my legs, uh, but nowhere else. And hey, I'm still wearing a onesie. Hmm. Okay. So uh, there is this onesie. Um, I'm just gonna. Oh right. I'm I'm ready to see this one. I'm just gonna send you a quick link here. Okay. Um, 
And uh, because this this onesie um, is a is in the design oh. of a rooster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it does. Oh, it yeah, does. Yeah, that would. Yeah. It it does have a, a butt. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. a, a, a butt flap. That does say "Mad Cock" on the on it. It sure so does. You could you could wear that. Oh, and it's got it's got little uh, pockets on the sleeves, so you got pockets for your stuff. Yeah, um, <laughs> all my important uh, cock stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I just got a pop up on that site. That says "Hi, sexy." It's like you do not know me. <laughs> you do not know me. Get out of here with that. Um, slim union suit. I don't think that's going to do well for me personally. Um, however, I will, I, there is a, um, is on the, so, uh, I guess here, I'm just going to describe it, uh, on one of the pictures for this, uh, cock animal onesie with butt flap, uh, very tastefully named. There is also a tasteful peel back of just a little bit of that butt flap just to show you what's supposed to be back there. Uh, oh, it's yeah, a butt. Absolutely. Um, uh, our cock animal onesie can be worn as a chicken onesie uniform or costume, butt flap onesie pajamas, one piece loungewear, and everything in between. I don't know what's between there. I don't. I don't want to know. Um, but yes, I think I would choose a onesie just for because because there's so much comfortability, and if you if it is the one onesie, it do, it will start to smell at some point. It, that's a long time to wear a onesie. However, the comfort level is unparalleled, and it's and it's not getting in the way of my eating pleasure. Horse that's head. My, Anyways, my, yeah, we, I mean, we could we always can disagree on these. I think that's important. You know, I would love to hear what our what our uh, listeners do. You want to wear a onesie twenty four seven for a year or a horse head costume for a month straight? Tweet at Good Greendale. Great. We wasted every every single person's time. Um, oh, absolutely. <clears throat> We've looked we looked at a cock animal onesie with butt flap. So, um before we get started, you know how last week I went through all of the sounds on my soundboard and um I only had okay. like 6 of them. Did you change some stuff on there? I I added one I added one uh, that I think will get a lot of use here on this podcast. Uh, this specific episode or just in general? In general, it comes from this episode. Okay. It is a clip from this episode. I spent I spent like the two minutes before uh, we sat down to record to make this sound clip. Okay, because it will it, it is something that will get a lot of good use on this uh, podcast, and it goes a little something like this. Really poor choice of words, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I can't tell you how just <clears throat> so tremendous that is. So, so and many, also many knowing thanks. that you have control of that button that calls <laughs> you specifically out <laughs> makes me so happy. It's so uh-huh. good. Many thanks to uh, Annie Edison in this episode <laughs> for referring to Ben Chang the one time she ever calls him Ben uh, by saying really poor choice of words, Ben, uh, because, uh, that's gonna, that's gonna really come in handy. Um, a lot. Uh, I would, I I would like to go back in time and rename this podcast really poor choice of words, Ben, a community podcast. Um, I'll allow it. (laughs) So anyways, I, I just, I thought that you might, um, you might enjoy the fact that, uh, that's, uh, that's, That's, that's on my soundboard choice. now. 
Um, uh, if, we, if we're if we're <laughs> making fun of ourselves, I also yes. want to point out that somebody in our mentions uh, suggests uh, suggested like. Somebody was like, I finished Community, what do I do now? And somebody's like, you should listen to Good Greendale. They go over each episode thoroughly. And I'm like, we do not do that. That's not a thing we do, but I appreciate it. I appreciate you thinking of us. Hey, you know what? We're we're, we're getting in people's ears uh, somehow. So, you know, I'll take but, it. But those people are not giving us they're they're not describing the podcast the correct way, where we kind of talk about Community, but mostly make jokes about things. About, uh, about cock animal onesies with butt flap. So season five, episode six of Community, analysis of cork-based networking. This is another one with uh like multiple plots. Mm-hmm. We've got we've got the corkboard plot. We've got the Abed talks to a deaf woman plot. Mm-hmm. Uh which is uh, also I guess intertwined with Britta trying to spoil uh, this Game of Thrones analog HBO show right. plot. Bloodlines um, of Conquest. We've got the uh, trying to make a dance theme plot. Uh, it's a very busy episode. Um, the most important point I have to start with is that on the Wikipedia page for analysis of cork-based networking, mm-hmm. uh, the first sentence reads, Fat Dog re- redirects here. For the animated series, see Fat Dog Mendoza. I don't know what Fat Dog Mendoza is, but the fact that Fat Dog redirects to analysis of cork-based networking is such a great joke on Wikipedia. That is pretty amazing. I did look up. Um, I did look up Fat Dog on Wikipedia, uh, and it went to the other one, the the one that you said. The um, uh, I see. So they're not. They're Fat lying. Dog Mendoza. I'm sure at one point that was I'm true. Gonna, um, I'm going to go on the talk page for this this Wikipedia page because it is a low importance page. I'm already mad. I'm so mad about this page. B class and low importance. Let's get going. Uh, anyways, um, it this is... This has been narrowcasting to Wikipedia editors only. It's, uh, it's a very busy episode. Um which which plot which of the many plots would you like to discuss first on this episode mike let's talk about the one that has literally a a giant number of cameos for no reason uh the corkboard yes okay so yeah they are trying they're sitting around in the in the save greendale committee they have a whole big list of things that need to get done um and uh annie assigns hickey the easy task of getting a new bulletin board installed and that snowballs into a whole thing of trying right. to get different departments and different people to try t- like I- exchanging deals and uh because hickey goes and he he tries to do it and the janitor's just like nah dude you got to like fill out like a thing and nah and it's Hickey, not gonna happen. And Hickey, I I've never felt more like Hickey, and but in that moment, being like, "Okay, I'm done. Thanks, bye." <laughs> As yep. somebody who's worked in a a corporate environment and tried to get a single cord, and it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I've worked several jobs where I'm the guy you got to talk to to get that cord, and um, it's it's mm-hmm. rough sometimes because like. Is- this is why you always listen to the IT Guys podcast. 
You talk mm-hmm. about the podcast for a little bit, then segue into, hey, I'm looking for a USB-C to, to lightning cord. You got one of those? Boom. Look, as you a, got your cord. As a longtime IT guy, let me give let me give every single person listening to this podcast a little a little tip about dealing with IT guys. This might be the most important thing we've ever done on this podcast. This is the only We're, important thing I've is, ever said this on this is podcast. Service journalism. So always be exceptionally nice to your IT guys because they spend all day getting crapped on, getting yelled at for stuff that may or may not be their fault um, and may not even be able to do anything about. Um, I I once, I once, this is a side story to my side thing, but like <laughs> I once was driving down Highway 26, uh, coming down from Mount Hood, uh, and the moment I got cell reception, I got an angry call that's like, Ben, where the... Like he's swearing at me, but he's like, where the hell have you been? I, I need a password reset and I've needed it for like an hour. And I'm like, I am literally coming back from central Oregon, a job site. Like this was a work thing. A, we have, we have a help desk that you can call to reset passwords. B, I'm on highway 26. What do you expect me to do about that password? And he was just like, this is so bad effing unprofessional and i'm like yeah guy i love when people are are you are being unprofessional it's like look in the mirror man um so always be very nice to your it guys because most like if if you ask your it guy he'll be like no dude i never play favorites but if you ask me an it guy Dude, we play favorites because mm. if you're a jerk, sure. I will do the absolute minimum to get that ticket closed. But if you're nice, I will go out of my way to be like, oh, yeah, do you need anything else? Like, oh, you know, I just want to make sure that's working for you. You know, they'll do follow ups, et cetera, et cetera. All it takes is a little bit of niceness because nobody treats us good. So, so what I'm hearing is that uh, unlike the pickup artist, you do not want to be negged. <laughs> Uh, yeah, do not nag your IT guy. That's the moral of the story. So, but much tying this back into the community episode, Annie tries this now. Now, granted, when you're, when you're talking with your IT guy, don't, don't go up and just be like, oh, hey, how's your daughter's clarinet lessons? Dot, dot, dot. I need something like be nice in general, you like yeah because no, it's not nice in service of getting what you want right it's just nice but, because you, being a good person is feels good and everybody is happier when good people try to be good and understanding that sometimes things aren't aren't within our, our range of uh, of change and we just accept that gracefully instead of yelling at the it person why why can't i look at porn at work says nathan fillion uh-huh. So this um this snowballs into a whole thing because they talk to the janitors, uh, and you know, Annie is nice and tries to grease the wheels, but it's gonna take like six months because there's this whole big list of things right. that need to happen ahead of time. That includes so, Eddie Pepitone, a wonderful mm-hmm. ca- uh cameo, along with Jerry. We do get Jerry back. They're like, Well, if you want that bumped up, 
you got to talk to a custodian. We're janitors. And she's like, oh, there's a difference. And oh, and that, that, like, oh boy, you, we were ooh, just you starting to like you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like saying, you know, I thought all IT professionals were the same. Get out. They go talk to the custodians at a custodian mixer, uh, which I love. That which also just seems like, to be in the exact same room. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure that like the janitors get it at some point, and then the custodians, but Got never it. the two shall meet. Which, uh, the, for by the way, probably turf reasons. I don't know. I don't the, know how it all works. The custodian ranks at Greendale are simply incredible because they have Kumail Nanjiani and Nathan Fillion. Oh yeah, just God bless. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is a a truly star studded cast uh, because. Nate, so they 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 talk to Nathan Fillion, who is like, "Well, we can't do anything because all of these sites are blocked." Wink, because they want porn. Right. Um, uh, Annie doesn't seem to catch this, but uh, Hickey absolutely catches this. I do love how because uh, he's like, "Oh, we got to go talk to the IT department to get them their porn," and he's uh, Annie's like. It was pornography. How did you know? Did you do a lot of? Did you study a lot of pornography when you were a cop? And he's like something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, Annie. Oh, sweet summer child, Annie. There, there for somebody are somebody that lived next to Dildopolis. Above Dildopolis. Uh, that's correct. It, it adjacent to D- Dildopolis. There are times, even five seasons in, where. Annie's naivete is still very funny. I think in a lot of shows by season five, they e- a character either needs to grow out of that or you're just like, ugh, uh-huh, okay. Like like the Big Bang Theory, right? Which, you know, oh, like we're comparing God. apples to oranges here and those oranges have been rotting in the sun for um, since, like six too many seasons. Since um, the first day? Go ahead. And <laughs> so... But there, there are, there, there are like, you know, the, the naivete of a lot of the characters in the Big Bang Theory are just like, God damn it. Like, why? But here, the, the naivete, like, because it's so, it's just sprinkled in a little bit uh-huh. where it's just like, wait, they were, they were looking for pornography. How did you know? Right. How, how did you figure like, that she, out? She never w- go would go on her own to find pornography or whatever. It, right. You know. um, I do, if we're going to talk about the Big Bang Theory here on this community co- podcast, I do want to tell you my favorite moment of it, every Big Bang Theory uh, episode. It's not the bazinga. It is is the, it the moment they reference the nerd thing? It is the moment it ends because that means what I was here to watch is starting, and that's wrestling. Okay. <laughs> excellent i prefer Um, wrestling to big bang theory i prefer not watching something to big bang i i prefer sitting in a corner and staring at it than looking at big bang theory yeah you ever walk into a room and your cat is just like staring at the wall and they just they're fine like they're not like there's nothing on the wall that they're interested in. They're just like, I don't know. I'm a cat. I got nothing better to do. Yeah. I'm just going into stare blankly into space mode. Right. Um, the, I, yeah, I would rather do that than watch the big bang theory. I'll Highly just, preferable. I'll just, Highly. you'll, you'll walk into the room and I'll be, I'll be sitting there. Um, 
just staring at and you're like ben are you okay i'm like yeah well it was this or watch the big bang theory and be like oh yeah no okay. yeah i totally get it okay great wow we just we bazingaed the the heck out of that show take that big bang theory take that sheldon and your multiple shows uh, they have a kid Shelton show or whatever they call it. Young, young Sheldon. Sheldon. Mm-hmm. Well, how? 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 And community gets nothing. Nothing against nothing. Actually, the it doesn't get nothing. It gets a movie on Peacock, the new streaming uh, the streaming service, and I I need to go pay money for. The 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 thing the thing that's always wild about ripping on the Big Bang Theory is that one, it's very easy to do because it's very trite. Right. Two. It's also like making fun of one of the highest uh, earning shows of the last two decades. Yes. Punching up, if you will. Exactly. So it's it's punching up. Um, and so it's fine to make fun of it is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it is also a little bit like going up to like a giant and like jabbing at it. It's like toe with like oh yeah your your like dinner fork and it's just like ah oh, it's not, like it barely even recognizes just yeah. like oh I think what's tickling oh, I think me I might have stepped there, yeah. on something yeah um so I, you is know my toe spasming what's happening down there it is what it is what it is um, you know what if 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 people like us can't try to take down the Goliath of Big Bang Theory with our small little podcast that people suggest covers community very thoroughly. I, uh-huh. I'm still stuck on that, by the way. We do not. That's not what we do. <laughs> it's never what we've done. We didn't do it with Futurama either. We, we're we're joke-em-ups. Uh, but yes, if, if we can't make fun of uh, Big Bang Theory, then uh, who will? Who uh, will be? No, nobody. We're the we're the very first. We're the uh, vanguard. We're the very first people to ever make fun of the Big Bang Theory. Really and- poor choice of words, Ben. <laughs> God, what a great sound! I, w- I want to uh, thank our third host, Allison mm, Bree, for what uh, a because w- she's gonna be making a lot of references here in uh-huh, this show. Um, Holy shit, that's so good! I know I'm cursing a lot, but that's so good. Uh, it's we're it's not fantastic. on Yahoo screen yet. I can't um, say the, those words. Six more episodes after this, and then we can swear <laughs> to our hearts' content. Because um, we'll be on Yahoo Screen. Well, we'll be covering something that was on Yahoo Screen. We're not on the Yahoo Screen because that doesn't exist anymore. Because yeah, we spend killed it. We we spend you know ten minutes making fun of the Big Bang Theory, and then go back to covering the uh, TV show that both <laughs> spawned and killed Yahoo Screen in one fell swoop. Um, yeah. It's good. Good times. Good job, Yahoo. Really, you're really getting your name out there. Here Nathan on this Fillion wants porn, and so they go talk to the IT department. What a way to uh, put that. The uh, IT department is run by Paget Brewster, uh, who comes Keep an back eye on her later next next season as a totally different character. <laughs> I. I, I remember this slightly, but I'm pretty sure they put at least a little bit of a lampshade on that one. Oh, yeah. No, they, they totally do. Um, okay, great. They, it's like, I don't remember. Well, I mean, we'll get to it, but it's something like, oh, why is, why is the uh, the woman from the ID, IT department never around? Like, they 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 call it out uh, very specifically. Um, anyways, Paget 
Paget Brewster uh, is great, and I always I always forget how great she is. But then, like, she shows up on screen, and I'm like, "Hot damn, Paget Brewster!" Yeah, fantastic. She Absolutely. Has, and she's just one of those those people that have like surprisingly good uh, comedic timing, and you know, like, can just do that. And you never and she think, has like she has like screen presence yes. in a in a like. In a, in, in a way I can't quite put into words where I'm just like, she she commands a scene in a way that uh, you don't actually get from any of the other main community cast where it's like, these are a bunch of weirdos. But like Paget Brewster shows up and she is right. like, she she takes charge of the scene in a way that not even Jeff Winger does. And I love it. And I can't wait to talk more about her next season. Oh, we're going to talk a lot about Paget Brewster. Uh, but we don't have a lot of time today because we've spent it making fun of the Big Bang Theory. The first people ever to do that. So <laughs> she We're breaking wants, ground. She wants a better parking space because she is park. She has to be. She's out in like some annex, like Annex B. Right. With and the lunch ladies. So she wants to uh, she wants to get a better parking space. I get it. So they they go talk to the guy who is in charge of parking at Greendale, who is uh, uh, Robert Patrick, uh, which I believe is also uh, one of the, the Terminators from the Terminator movie. Yeah, he is uh he's the liquid metal one. Yeah, he's the scary ass one. He's the the T1000, which is awesome that like they got like the Terminator is like they in charge of parking guy. at Greendale. So you've it's got amazing. You've got Captain Malcolm Reynolds, you've got Paget Brewster who I don't think has like a any specific I mean, I'm, I'm a, ready with Kumail. Just <laughs> when you get she's, there, she's in. She's in a lot of things. You've got Kumail, who is Prismo on Adventure Time. Kingo Prismo, in the Eternals. You, Prismo. Prismo. Rules. He He is now. He's he's in the MCU now. Kumail, incredible. Uh, and and then you've got the Terminator. Like this is truly. A star-studded cast of "If You Give a Mouse a Cookie," mm-hmm. the red tape cutting community college edition. Oh my god, that is exactly what this is. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yes, absolutely. Oh my god, how so did Annie, I not make that connection? Uh, so the T one thousand. I was so distracted by all the stars. The way that T one thousand. They're on this episode of Community. The way that T one thousand. Uh, controls his power is by limiting parking spaces. So he is prepared oh, we're to. About the character. I was he like, is prepared. I thought I was going to gonna get a lecture on the Terminator. <laughs> he is prepared to give uh, the IT woman her parking spot, to give the custodians their porn, as long as he gets to control what is on every single bulletin board in the school because he wants no ride shares because right. ride shares advertise through the the bulletin boards so if he can control that he can put a stop to carpooling and that's how he maintains his power not great for the environment not gonna lie 
Um, oh, yeah. Terrible. But that's what he wants. And Annie is like, all right, I'll talk to the dean. She takes it all the way up to the dean with to a, be fair, a that fajita might have been, dinner. I'm just suggesting that maybe that would that was the first step in this whole thing. Because you know how much the dean loves Annie and the rest of the study group? More than literally anybody else. It's true. It's literally, it's literally a committee that he helped put together. And they could just show and be like, hey. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't need to go through the red. Although, tape. In, in fairness, I'm sure if the dean went up to the custodians and was like, "Hey, I need you to put this up," and they looked at him funny, uh, he would cower into a, a little ball. Yes. So you know that is fair. It, that is a. It fair depends. Point. It depends on the power levels between the dean and the custodians because they may not want to do it. Right. That is also fair. I mean, like, just because the CEO walks up to you, an IT professional, and says, Ben, I need XYZ on my laptop. I need I need this unsupported version of Microsoft Excel. Doesn't mean you want to do it. Sorry, I blanked out there a bit because I was having some flashbacks. Anyways. Oh, no. Um... I don't think I was <laughs> intending that. <laughs> Look, I had... I, I'm I'm sure I'm far enough away from this job that I can just roast it now, but hell yeah, let's did, go, baby! I, I did have a job where um, I was I was the one tech person for the whole department because my job was actually based out of San Jose, but I was supporting our Oregon department, so I was the only IT guy on site. Okay, and so all of the management had no idea what any of the IT stuff was. Oh, of course So not. they would just come over and they'd be like, I need this. All right, get it done. And I'd be like, crap. Okay. So you know what we didn't support in our environments? Macs. But I had to get a Mac working with our domain. And then when I had to get his email set, he didn't like Microsoft Outlook. So I had to get it up, get it, get our Microsoft Exchange set up on the mail client in Mac OS. Um, oh, because the moment I, I told him I not use happy with Outlook, that change. he was like, no, I will not use Outlook. I will use the mail client. I don't disagree with the hate for Outlook. I do disagree for no hate for the default mail in Mac OS. Yeah, Yikes. no thanks. No, no thanks. Thank you. Um, Good God. How do these people live? They don't look at email. They can't. They can't. They cannot. They live by yelling at IT guys until it gets done. And then they can look at their uh, default Mac OS mail client with Exchange uh, all day long. Um, but who wants to? Who wants to? I'm mad at that person specifically. Not you. you you're you just doing your job. It's like wanting to use Safari, which is which honestly has become a decent <laughs> a decent browser, but not g- good. It's I mean it's better than IE. She is at dinner uh, with, with the dean, the dean in, in and their, Hickey in his office. In his office, it's a fancy fajita steak fajita dinner with margaritas and everything. Uh huh. And, and he just basically wants uh, Hickey to to get this prid quo, quid pro quo all going. He basically just wants Hickey to say easy peasy lemon squeezy. And Hickey will not do it. He will not. He's not going to do that. And uh, that's when he lets it slip that Annie's made all these like dirty deals to get the deal done. 
Mm-hmm. And um, especially the, dean the specific follow, one about the ride chairs. Right. And the dean doesn't follow any of it. But at the end, he's like, you know what? I didn't follow most of that, but I, I think this is the right thing to do. And he rips up the thing that he was going to sign to give the power to get to give the uh, Terminator parking power. Right. Or uh, to give the Terminator bulletin board power to give the IT woman a parking space to give the custodians their porn to get Annie her bulletin board. Right. And there's a little bit of a montage where everybody's just like the custodian custodians are mad or like just sad that they didn't get their porn. Uh, yeah. Well, there's, there's a whole montage at the end that kind of wraps up all the stories. So we, we will get, we will I get know, there. But I just really love how Paget Brewster is looking up how to get a bike. <laughs> In fairness, as someone who has gotten more into biking, you got to make sure you get a good bike. No, I understand. But we'll get to that montage in a little bit. Let's go down another storyline, shall we? Uh, so the uh, let's do the Abed, Abed and Britta storyline. Okay. We, I, I really love how we're just like, let's go down these little different storylines. I mean, is that or bounce between them like we used to, dude? So. <laughs> true Um, i mean i will say that the other storylines don't have as much meat on the bone right so um in the in the start of the episode uh they all mention how they're watching this hbo show uh conquest bloodlines of conquest which is basically game of thrones um and i was like community didn't want to call it game of thrones but after watching this storyline it's like oh they just didn't want to spoil game of thrones for their entire audience that's very kind of them um, and, but it's definitely Game of Thrones because Duncan is even like, they really like nailed the incest from the books. Um, right. which so, everyone kind of just stares at him for a moment for, as you would. And so, uh, Britta lets it slip that, um, she's just starting to watch it because she waits to watch shows until they're so popular that watching it isn't like a statement. Um, which, as someone who did not watch Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. uh, let me tell you how much not watching it becomes a statement. So, like, right. I feel like Britta's, I, I feel like Britta's method is going to backfire because she will hit a point where it's like, okay, we get it. You're making a statement. You don't watch Game of Thrones. Um, I mean, she this, basically this tries whole to episode, turn it on, on that that head by being an ass about it. This whole episode is just tra- re-traumatize Ben over all of his IT work and all right. of his, all of the people tell- yelling at him about how he needs to watch Game of Thrones. And then so, also call him out directly. Really poor choice of words, Ben. Just, it's just, all, this is an anti-Ben <laughs> episode. And I'm sorry to be here to tell you that, to remind you of it, but we got to talk through it. Um, so uh, Abed uh, kind of, starts talking with or uh as uh talking sign language with uh, a deaf girl a deaf woman named uh who's played by katie leclerc who is deaf uh which is good representation and after a little bit he kind of learns one thing and learns another thing and then right he's able well, to so be con- we, conversational at the end you, you skipped over the point that he's learning it because he's walking around the school with big sound canceling headphones right. yes so he can't hear because Britta keeps coming up to him and being like, hey, so in like books, right. book four, Lord Darbington is uh, killed Famous by, Lord Darbington. by uh, the elves of K- 
Castellan. Really I'm, poor I'm choice of words, ca- Ben. <laughs> Thank you, Allison. I, I forgot. Yeah, you should you should definitely um I do want to point out that some of your naming in the moment just now is pretty decent. And I know you're a DM, so it's like you're you know, you you go you, sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, you were in the game that I ran where uh, a character was ca- canonically named Steve Rooney because <laughs> yes, I panicked. That's, that's why I suggested <laughs> what you were, were saying in the moment was pretty good, because I've seen the other side. Really poor choice of words, Ben. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, having Allison on the podcast is just a pleasure. Britta is trying to spoil the book series for like, and, Abed. It goes to absurd amounts. Absurd like, lengths. There's and like so, a poster in his locker that he's mm-hmm. like, I know this is about to pop out at me. So because he can't hear anything, uh, he starts uh, starts up conversations with this deaf woman and um, learns some learns a little bit of sign language in order to communicate. Yeah, he, there he is ends up one being s- conversational, yeah. There is one scene where he's he just keeps repeating, I learned how to say this in sign language. Right. And then she's like, oh, you're a fast learner. And he's like, I learned how, how to say this in sign language. Right. Um, but yeah, by the end, you know, they're, they're uh, having, like, you know, conversations in sign language. And... Um, he he now picks up enough that she just outright spoils how the end of the um, uh, Bloodlines of Conquest books end. Uh, and then mm-hmm. Britta walks up and hands her a wad of cash, which a is, I guess, of- the answer of what she does with the $50,000 comic book. <laughs> what an asshole move. <laughs> <laughs> she's like i've got fifty thousand to blow now i'm not yeah. just gonna buy it we buy fine weed and cat eye patches i am gonna slip the deaf woman a thousand bucks to spoil a book for my friend who, um who to really ruin something for her friend who was the reason she had the thing in the first place incredible right. a and, real villain know, turned from britta on this episode in in classic Brita fashion too, she's like, and I gave a job to uh, uh, someone with a disability. I believe uh, so. I'm say, doing good. I believe she says differently abled. But you learned a lesson, and I gave a differently abled person a job. That that's that's just like some classic Brita shenanigans because she's like, I did good by hiring a deaf woman to. Sp- to specifically be. spoil a book for my friend by getting him interested. Well, I guess the interest naturally happens. I don't think she had any part of that. Right. Maybe she did. Who knows how far the Britta rabbit hole goes? We And we simply do not know. We we have no way of knowing. How much How much was she a mastermind of this whole thing? Like it could be um, after the first uh, first thing that there, there was there was the offer. He gets really upset because he's like, I I liked her. Like, y- y- she she got used as a pawn, but like, I I liked her, and you you're kind of a jerk. Which yes, absolutely. Correct. Yep, mm-hmm. a whole a um, whole ass about this. Yes, and uh, that's when he goes off and he runs into Rachel again. Um, uh, Brie Larson, Mm-mm. she's back. Always, always love to see Brie Larson. Which is, uh, Britta does point out 
in earlier in the episode um, when he starts talking to uh, uh, Carol is the name of the deaf woman. Uh, he, when he starts talking to Carol, uh, Britt is like, oh, is this going to be another uh, another girl that uh, you you have an immediate emotional connection to and then we never see again? Uh, and then so at the end of the episode, they bring back Rachel uh, as like it's, it's very, the Chekhov's gun. Yeah, it's, it's the very, Chekhov's quirky girl. <laughs> um, it's very fun to have so, uh, a meta reference end up being also foreshadowing. He's like, hey, so like what? what happened to you? And she's like, well, you never called me. And he's like, well, you know, it was the gas leak here, but I'm not going to use that as an excuse. And then they go out to dinner uh, because she, she's like, moment. you want to, you want to go to lunch sometime? And he's like, no, I'm going to take you to dinner right now. And then they leave because it was an illegal coat check. Anyways, <laughs> unauthorized, <laughs> unauthorized coat check. So many coats, so many tickets. Uh, people, and that's the you, people are gonna get back to the the coat check, and they're gonna be like, "Man, where? What? I need to get my coat. How can I get my coat now?" Uh, and that is the Abed plot, the mm. Abed Rita plot. Um, we also have the the plot with Chang and Jeff and Shirley, which isn't so much of a plot, just as they're trying to plan a theme for the school dance. And Chang bullies them into bear down for midterms, which makes absolutely no sense. Honestly, I w- I can give Chang the idea of bear down for midterms. Like I get the you know you gotta buckle down, you gotta get the study. Yeah, it's not a yeah. great it's not a great dance concept, but I at least understand what right. he's kind of because initially everyone going for. else everyone else is like what what is that like that's what not are a the thing. words that you're using right now. I can at least be like, all right, all right, Chang. It's not a great dance theme, but it's but like something. I get where you're going with it. Like you gotta you gotta bear down, yeah, for midterm. Like it's not great, no, but it's like not. it's not as bad as they are all making it out to be. Right. However, what is bad is that it does turn out to be that Chang got the idea because he heard the news about a bear mauling at a birthday party in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's rough. So uh, Neil uh, enters with sodas as they asked for and tells them about it. Um, and they're like, uh, we're going to have to change it. Uh, and they figure out a fat dog for midterms, <laughs> which is nothing. It is a nothing. Um, it is absolutely they do, nothing. They do try to insist that fat dog is a thing, um, which is why fat dog redirects to cork based networking. Um, however, while the dance is going on, uh, Garrett bumps into a, uh, a a decoration because you know that's kind of Garrett's dancing style. Uh-huh. And the dog ears. In fairness, fall off. that's my kind of dancing style Fair. too. So uh, the dog ears fall off, and it reveals itself to be a bear. And it's like he just yells, "It's a bear dance!" I should have got that sound clip too because, like, I don't, I don't think that would come in anywhere as useful as. Um, Allison Bree telling me that my words are a poor choice. Right. But you never know when you need a sound clip of someone shouting, it's a bear dance. I have faith in you that between recording and release, there will be that sound. It's a bear dance! Oh, in the episode, yeah. But I'm not going to put it on my soundboard. Well, who's stopping you? Me. 
Ah. Maybe maybe some of us don't want it on our soundboard, Mike. Ooh. That means I got to get a soundboard and a way of hooking it up and a way of getting it on the in, on the discussion. Maybe, Mike, uh the we're, the we are already in, in, in dangerous along. we're in dangerous territory of becoming a morning dj shock jock radio show <laughs> um we're like this is ben and the wildcat and oh, uh i don't know i don't know why hell, you're the wildcat awesome. i want to listen to that <laughs> ben and the wildcat on on <laughs> on, on rock 107.44 hell um, yeah I'm this is ben it. and the wildcat and you're you're Thursday morning traffic coming in hot with ear, Chopper ear. Dave. Uh, but first, it, are you too horny? Boy, a new study oh, reveals that most people are too horny. Wee wah. That's me. Really poor bit. choice of words, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't be nearly as funny as it is. Uh, um, now, so, to be to be fair, the fact that we, you know, we could do Ben and the Wildcat as our next podcast idea and turn it into shock shock territory, but every so often you say something that's an innuendo and then you have Allison Bree say that. I, uh, I don't have a good morning. Like you gotta, you gotta have a wackier like, Hey, this is Ben with the, like, you know, you really gotta that's like. That's fair. And I'm not, I don't really have a voice for that. Maybe, you know, I'll practice. Maybe, maybe our next podcast. We'll we'll think about it. Because that's, because that's what everyone wants. They said, you know what? These guys, they just, they talk too much about community. I want to hear them talking about this made up study about how most people are too horny. Too horny. Uh, (laughs) This is the stupidest episode we've ever created. Anyways, um, I think that's all the plots. We got the bulletin board. We got the the bear down for midterms, and we got the uh, Abed spoilers. There, um, there is a brief tag. Um, the tag is pretty fun. I will it's, say it's it's a choice <laughs> because Duncan is out of Staples, and so he calls the Greendale office supply line, which is apparently a thing, and it's like. For uh, for printer paper and press one for highlighters, pens or markers, press two. And then uh, he's about to press three for staples and it changes to a different voice. It's like for Marigold, press four. And he's like, uh, first of all, who wouldn't? Yeah, who, yeah. Who, who amongst us who amongst? would not be like, all right, I'm listening. And then uh, he he gets treated to a bevy of other options, and then uh, it asks for an activation code, and he just types in random digits, and, and it's it like works confirmed Arcadia initiated. And then it cuts through to a live person, and it's like, "What's your clearance level?" He's like, "Top." It's like, "All right, do you really want to activate this, sir?" And he's like, "No, no, 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 cancel, uh, cancel." And then a I jet- believe he says yes. No, 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 no. He says yes first, though. Flies super low over the school, and uh, everything is terrifying for a moment. And then he realizes, oh, he had a box of staples the whole time. I also do like that the the voice on the other side of the phone is like, "Wait, who is this? Who are you?" It's very good. 
I I love it because it is it is such a random like it's a it's a totally random thing. Nothing to do with anything. It's great. It though. is it is very funny in that like who amongst us wouldn't press Boom. four for Marigold? Agreed. We we would all we would all every single person would be like, oh yeah, no. Also, it feels um, like a really good way of giving John Oliver something really funny and to do of like because it's all basically him acting into a phone. So uh-huh. he's like like he's listening, he's like, oh, and he like you could see the the interest in his face and like the fear of what he's done, and then he and then being able to be like freaking out about the fact that there's low lying aircraft and then see the the staples and go back to normalny. It's it's just so wonderful. Um so yeah, uh that is the end of the episode. Uh and that means that it is time for I do like this episode. I was kind of, I'll, I'll just open the, the, the curtain a little bit. I wasn't feeling it today. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if like, I'm going to like this episode of community. I don't know if we're going to do a good podcast. I don't think we did a good podcast, but we're doing it anyway. Um, <laughs> but I really enjoyed this episode of community. It kind of like broke through that kind of feeling of like, Eh, to because of all the different you know and i know and it's it's important to note that this is the first episode after donald glover leaves um right. and that's probably why they stacked it as hard as they could with anybody they could get that's why you've got t1000 that's why you've got paget brewster that's why you've got kumail and nathan fillion and brie larson um and you know it it really works. It's it's a lot going on. It's a lot of kind of like popcorning around like, you know, it does sometimes. And it's, you know, it's not as uh, extravagant as some of the other ones uh, when it comes to this. It doesn't really like hit, like go into the kind of, um, you know, you, the, the floor is lava or anything like that. Um, but I really, really appreciate the fact that it creates these kind of convoluted chains of things happening to come together all at this fat dog for midterms dance, which is a dance I want to go to. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, oh, also before, uh, I don't know if we mentioned this, yeah. Eddie attacks somebody to protect yeah, we, the bulletin board. We did kind of skip over that. Uh, yeah. yes. And he attacked a person over a bulletin board. Just yes. want to put that out there. Um, yeah, that the, the we also didn't actually come back to the uh, to the. <laughs> um, yeah, the thingy, bulletin. Yeah, the the, the, the storyline montage. It was the m- montage. The, really I, poor choice of words, Ben. I didn't even fake that one. That was just me forgetting the word montage. Um, right. Um, yeah, there's a montage where everybody's sad that they didn't get their quid pro quo. Uh, the Hickey donates his personal bulletin board, puts it up there, and then uh, Annie attacks the janitors that try to p- pull it down. Basically, mm-hmm. uh, other kind of other notes in that montage: Abed and Rachel are watching TV, popcorn in it up. Um, Patrick Brewster is looking for a bike. Um, Nathan Fillion said that he can't watch porn at work. Um, as with, as I think I get. Who, our, our, who, who amongst us? Among us hasn't accidentally looked at porn at work. Wow, I feel like I that sentence was a thing I shouldn't have said. <laughs> um. I don't have a sound clip that says really poor choice of words, Mike. We'll have you to get... You can't just like, be like, really poor choice of words, Mike. 
Uh-huh. We'll have to, if Allison Bree's on Cameo, we'll just get her to do another one. I'd um, be surprised if she hasn't said the word mic before. It's pretty common to have a microphone. Anyway, back to grades, which was what we kind of, we got it, we got a tangent. We got a tangent from grades. Good God. Um, No, it's a good episode. It's, you know, a lot's going on. It's kind of, you know, sometimes if that popcorning really makes it difficult to follow things, but because it's like these little vignettes of this is a different chain of this uh, a section of this chain of the all the different favors needing to be done and then you know there's not a whole lot to the other plot lines um that is complicated it's just mostly like we're gonna make jokes about a bear attack in wisconsin um and then we're gonna make jokes about uh bloodlines of conquest or game of thrones and i i think it just really works for me altogether. Um, it, you know, it, it's, it's kind of going for something a little bit calmer because there's just so many, uh, guests, I think, uh, it's not going for a themed episode, so it's not swinging super hard. It's not swinging for the fences, but I think it hits what it, it, it hits a clearly hits a double, uh, if we're going to continue on the baseball metaphor. Uh, so I'm going to go with, you know, I think it's a B plus. I, I really enjoyed this episode. Okay. Um, I think that this episode, uh, as well as the next couple of episodes, uh, just to kind of peek into the future, I think it's very clear that they are, they they being the creators of the show, they are very nervous about how to proceed without Troy. Yeah. Um, because, you know, like you said, this is the first one without Troy. And so literally in this episode... In this one single episode, you you get Brie Larson, you get Nathan Fillion, you get um, Kamel Nanjiani, uh, you get Paget Brewster, you get uh, Robert Patrick, you get Katie Leclerc, you get Eddie Pepitone, you get like it's just it's names, you it's names, just pack it full of names. It's all sorts of people. Um, also, uh, it's a fun callback. Nathan Fillion is a fun callback to last episode where uh, Chang, is, uh, as he's dying in the lava, says that his uh, same-sex celebrity crush is Nathan Fillion. It's so, a shame that he's in the same episode and never is in the same room with him. Mm-hmm. Nathan um, Fillion is just look at, trying to look at porn. Yep. Uh, so, so, yeah, it's just like you get you get tons of stars. You get kind of a a shotgun of a plot where it's just like, I don't know, just all sorts of kind of things, which is, it's something that previous episodes of Community have done. We have had very busy episodes with like C plots and D plots before, but I think, I think it's kind of obvious that going from last episode to this one, uh, it's just like, well, crap, now what do we do? Like, right. You ever, you ever have a moment where like, you know, um, your your cat is doing something like weird, like it's trying to chase something and then it catches it and then it just kind of stops and it looks at you and it's like, well, now what? Yeah, I didn't think I that's, was going to get this far. <laughs> that's kind of that look, that look that you get from a cat when it's like, I don't know what my next move is. And it looks at you like like you're kind of ex- like it's expecting you to do something. Right. That same energy is the energy of this episode, which doesn't mean it's bad because I like watching cats chase things. And then they look at me and I'm like, I don't know, buddy, you caught it. Um, but 
it is that same kind of energy. Uh, and the next couple of episodes, I think, kind of also have the same kind of energy where it's like, I don't really know what to do without Troy yet, which is fine. Lu- Don- Donald Glover is a hard loss. Like, yeah. I get it. But with all that said, I do think overall it's a pretty fun episode. Um, I, I enjoy the Annie plot uh, quite a bit because, like, watching her try to get stuff done and, like, all these obstacles and watching her get like corrupted by the, the system of right. quid pro quos, um, is great. Um, the Brita Abed plotline is pretty okay. It's weird. Brita goes strangely evil in like, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's, it is a, it, I'm, I'm a Brita defender, but like she does go, um, she does go a bit far in this episode. Um, and then as pointless as the bear down for midterms, uh, plot line is, I would be lying if I didn't, anytime someone says like, you got to bear down, like I always think bear down for midterms mm-hmm. every single time, like of all the things in this episode, the thing that like, will just pop into my head, bear down for midterms, bear down for mid- fat dog for midterms. It's a thing and we've so, all like, heard before, you know? It's a, it's kind of, it's a, it's a pointless uh, plot line in this episode, but it doesn't mean that I don't love it. Um, also, so all it leads that, to the best yell, the best scream of this episode of it's a bear dance. So, you know, all that to say, um, I do think it is trying to find its rudder after losing Donald Glover. Right. But I don't think that they fail in in doing so um and so i do think that it is a I'd, I'd give it a solid b i think it's pretty good okay um it is a, it is a little bit of a chaotic energy in a most of the time when community has chaotic energies it's a very focused and controlled chaos this does feel a little bit more uncontrolled chaos <laughs> yeah, because just because, you know, again, they, they lost Donald Glover. And so it's like, boy, what do we do now? Right. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say it's a solid B. Um, but we want to know what you think mm-hmm. about this episode, about if you would rather wear a horse head for a month, a horse head costume, not a real horse head, right. a horse head costume for a month or a onesie for a year. Also, we want would to know- you want that cock animal onesie with butt flap that says... Uh, a mad cock on the butt. We want to know uh, if uh, you would uh, trade uh, getting someone porn at work to get a parking spot to get a bulletin board. Um, yep. We want to know if you bared down for midterms. Or are you fat dogging it? Are you fat dogging it? Are you going to start saying fat dog? as a thing now that this episode is in the books i'm gonna tell you this ben no (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, did you did you enjoy allison brie as the third member of good morning greendale uh for legal reasons uh allison brie did not appear on this podcast uh (laughs) please do not sue us allison brie um fair use parody fair use 
However, thank you, thank you for saying that I am bad at talking, so I can put it into a sound clip. That is pretty much the coolest thing that anyone has ever unknowingly done for me. I feel like what you could do if you wanted to sting me is to use the uh, what we do in the shadows. I don't give a f- that guy's name is Mike. <laughs> like you could really just like screw with me if you wanted to. Uh, Excellent. I'll have to dig that out, and then we'll just. <laughs> oh, it'll it's be... been all over TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, come on, man. We want to know all these things and more. You can tweet at us at Good Greendale. You can find us on the internet at goodmorninggreendale.com, where there is a contact form that will send us an email to maybe read on the show if we like it. Um, <laughs> you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash back to Futurama. And of course, we have our fan group made by Laura, who uh, made that over on Facebook. It's the League of Jeremy's, where you can talk about, you know, random stuff. Um, mostly, I think it's like Futurama memes at the moment, but, um, you know, you never it's know. all good. You Whatever never know. You, want to, you make it, make it, the world is your oyster. Uh, if you don't know why it's called the League of Jeremy's, uh, go listen to Back to the Futurama. Give us some downloads over there. Join the League of Jeremy's and talk about how great Paget Brewster is. Um, that, you know what? I'm open to that. That's that's good. I like that. And until next time, when we're back with another episode of Good Morning Greendale, um, also known as Ben and the Wildcat, and then and then well, no, it's oh, got to no, be, be a wildcat. Like yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Next time on Ben and the Wildcat. Rare. Uh, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Beep, 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 beep. Fat That's dog. a really poor <laughs> choice of words, Ben. For <laughs> midterms. <laughs>